Good evening, everybody. It is Tuesday, November 10th, 2020. This is podcast number 63, and we want to get out of here lickety-split tonight, so let's waste no time and get right into it. Walters? my pants josh mitchell sitting here undefeated in everything i do except fantasy football no i'm not allowed to handle grants <laughs> not after last time <laughs> not after last time and now ladies and gentlemen garlic and josh Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Say hi to the folks, Josh. Hi, folks. I'm going to adjust my screen. Hang on here. Beautiful. Ready? While, while you're sending yourself, uh, hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com, facebook.com slash hoodpod is where you can find all our updates about everything we're doing, and anchor.fm slash hoodpod is the crucial platform where you can leave us voicemails so you can get in your beautiful raffle entries, but we'll talk about that more later. Don't forget to be a friend and tell a friend on our journey to 100 subs. We are still sitting at 28 out of 100 after last week, which is okay, but we can do more. We can do better. Better. please spread the love and like i said be a friend tell a friend get us to 100 subs the segment start times as always will be down in the description below and at levi Oki illustration is the beautiful illustrator who was in charge of all the beautiful art you see thank you levi Oki. josh how we doing darren how are you gar I'm doing good, Josh. Your streak continues. Although I will say you seem a bit distracted as I ask you that question this evening. Yeah, I'm uh, currently trying to pull up our stream here so I can engage the chat since I've yet to do that. Well, uh, I mean, you know, more power to you. I appreciate you engaging the chat. Plus, that'll boost our concurrent viewers number. I mean, I, that's a good thing I hear. I don't think going from two to three makes a big difference, but maybe it will. Oh, maybe yeah. maybe Mr. YouTube himself will see how many concurrent viewers we get and be like, wow, these guys fuck. And then we just become millionaires. I like that plan. How about you? I like it. I paused it. Um, and I love the face you're making when on the pause <laughs> when, screen. When, when you paused it, you like my face? Yep. Yep. So, folks, just... Yeah. All right. So, Gar, how are you? I uh, did I already did, do that. He did ask me how I'm doing. I mean, I'm doing good. I mean, I was hoping for a better answer out of you, so maybe now I'm doing bad. But I mean, obviously, election's over. Donald's done. Uh, I got the new Xbox today. Those are those are the big events in the last week. How about you? Um. Yeah. I mean, not a whole lot going on here. I didn't get the new Xbox, despite me trying today. Um. And by trying, I did maybe a quick Google search, saw that it was sold out, threw everything, (laughs) threw a little fit, cried a little, um, and then just kind of gave up. And that took about, from about noon till noon 05. And so that was pretty much your entire workday then, yeah? Almost, yeah. Yeah, no, I I worked some overtime and, and stayed on the clock till about noon 07. Whoa, Josh, that paycheck is gonna be fat. At the end of the, yep. the next pay period there, pal. It might even be as, min, as many doll hairs as Donald Trump's tax return. Woo, 
child, you're going to be rolling in it. Uh, all right, Josh. Uh, this is, like I mentioned, this is kind of the quote-unquote the calm before the storm this week and next week because after that we'll be getting into the thick of the playoff hunt for fantasy and we'll be uh, coming towards the end of the NFL season as well. So we want this week and next week to be kind of quicker, more skeleton shows. So let's just get in, get out, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Let's keep her moving. Josh, let's get right into that fantasy zone then. If we're trying to fly tonight, do you have any sponsors for the fantasy zone tonight? That, that looked like liquid went on your surface from here it definitely did it, it looks like the ending of one of your favorite videos um hey now what is that well well sir 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 don't act like you're just gonna skate past that little statement there what does that even mean what are you trying to say well let's just say if there is a picture of a face on that screen it it got it got drenched. What are you doing, step bro? Is that what you're getting at here, Josh? Yes, I did say your favorite video, <laughs> did I not? <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so that's your sponsor. I had a little chipotle today. They did not have the Clementine Izzy. I don't know why, but I went with the second best. Then I got the peach orange Nantucket nectar. Ha, you darn fam. So I uh, saved it just for this bit because I didn't get an Arnie Palmer this week because I could, took today off. And then I've also got another round of the Grips Cheez-Its in honor of Brad and in honor of wanting something salty with this sweet drink. So that's what I got. Um, Josh, I would like to give a little reminder to the folks here for a second about our raffle. We've got a raffle going on worth a whopping 50 doll hairs. Not just kidding. Real, real cold, hard money, cash money. If you're in the Hidden Oaks Redraft League, that's your entry fee for next year. So you can accept payment that way, or I can Venmo you, or if you're ancient uh, stone tablet like Brian, I can mail it to you or give it to you in person in actual cash for some reason. I don't know why you touch that, those dirty greenbacks these days, but so yeah, how do you get a raffle uh, entry into this $50 jackpot? You leave us voicemails. You can leave us voicemails uh, every week. You could be asking us a question. You could be leaving us your fave five, however you want to do it that way. One entry per week limited. Uh, you can also get a bonus entry through a station identification. Uh, it'll sound something kind of like this. I think I had one queued up, but let me... Nope, I didn't, but there's one right here. So just listen, listen to this beauty. Listen to this beauty. This is Carmel Baron. You're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. It's that simple. That was literally six seconds through the same platform. You already leave us voicemails through. So just do it. I mean, you can be flary with it. You can do what you want. Like, here's how Al did it. What's poppin', man? It's Audio Al, and you're listening to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix right here on YouTube, Spotify, or any of your favorite streaming apps. See, so I mean, you can put your own little zest on it, you can put your own little flair on it, but so that's how you get a bonus entry, or um, you can just leave us a voicemail every week, and you got a chance to win 50 bucks at the end of our podcast season, which will wrap it up um, week 17 of the NFL, so that's end of December, early January, whatever that works out to be. So anyways, get your voicemails in, get your raffle entries in. Josh, um, do you by chance have Brian's email up, because I want you to do Brian, and then I'll do your wife. <laughs> I already had my wife's pulled up. No, see, I yeah, I figured that's what you're gonna try and swindle me with, so I'm not I'm not buying it this week, Josh. I'll go ahead and talk here loudly, and then uh, I will uh, wait for you to pull up Brian's. It's just a couple more down. I I, I guess I didn't even know that. Um, I didn't see Brian's yet. So okay, here we go. Hi guys, 
Another solid effort in the books. More solid contributions from the listeners, which is nice. In regards to the previous show, I think you guys mistook last week's email. Walters seems like a nice guy. No cage match needed, especially after we both agreed on best action picture. My point was I like my hood cast. It just keeps getting better. Just felt like it was backtracked. Anyway, this week's line of the week goes to Josh. <laughs> you okay, bud? No, because I don't even remember saying this. Uh, anyways, this week's line of the week goes to Josh for sneezing into his mic and following up with put on a mask if you don't want a computer virus. <laughs> Tried the phone messaging app thing. was less painful than anticipated. Love the grum brain. If you come to a fork in the road, take it and stab someone's eye out. Is that Was that really his like sign-off slash reference this week? Uh, not the last. Not stabbing <laughs> someone's eye out. Okay. So if you so if, so Josh's was like if you're finding like a literal fork on the road, but Brian's is of course the you're coming to like a Y no, intersection. No. He he literally said if you come to a fork in the road, take it. Oof. Okay. Do you, is that a reference to something we should know? No, but it is it is a joke because it's it's a I believe it's a dad joke. He has right. his New Balances on, grass stains, on <laughs> them, and he's like, "Yep, nope, fork in the road, gonna go take it." Right, but I'm saying, like, as as Brian, you know, fork in the road taking it. Is Brian like starting to write his own material? Like, are we going to be able to see a Brian stand up act in our in our lifetime, or is this a, a, from a movie, from a TV show? Again, I'm just asking if it's a reference. Brian's pulling it from somewhere ah, that you know of. That is that makes sense. It's a Yogi Berra quote. Oh, he really? Has some good ones. Did you Yogi come up? Yogi Berra has quite a few good ones. <laughs> I'm more of a Yogi Bear kind of guy, you know, Jellystone Park, you know, a boo boo, a little picnic basket kind of guy myself. I think the 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 superior of the two is the Yogi Bear versus the Yogi Bear. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Ups and downs. All right, moving on. All right, I'll go ahead and do your wife here. <laughs> Giggity. Uh, good afternoon, Joshua and Garlic. The Steelers are currently undefeated, eight no right now. Woo, she does a little, she does, I, we got first, this might be the first time we ever got emojis in an email, so shout out to Nikita. Um, do you think that they will remain undefeated and go all the way um, and be the Super Bowl champs, or do you think they will get knocked down and their winning streak will come to an end? Uh, also, she asks, or she says, slash asks, I want your hot take on who you think is the best wide receiver right now in the league. Do they have to have a great quarterback throwing the ball, or do you think they can be a badass on their own? And then she leaves her fave five. She says, love your favorite listener who is currently kicking ass and taking names in FanDuel, Nikita, sent from my iPhone. Beautiful sign off there, Josh. But so to answer your beautiful wife's beautiful questions, um, are the Steelers going to go undefeated and go all the way to Super Bowl and be the champs, or will they get knocked down, uh, and will their winning streak come to an end? I I mean, going undefeated is very, very hard. Uh, The Patriots tried to do it one year. Uh, It worked out all the way until the last game, the one that really mattered. Um, So I I would say that they're not going to go undefeated, but they definitely have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl based on with that defense. As long as Big Ben stays healthy, Um, apparently he hurt both his knees this past week. Only Big Ben could do that, but yeah. Right. Um, And so... um, I don't know um, how they will be on offense moving forward. It looked like Dallas was giving them a little bit of uh, trouble on on defense even, which is shocking because um, Garrett Gilbert is a human being and he was the quarterback um, for Dallas this week. So um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's still early to tell because injuries can happen, but I, I'm a big fan of the the decade 
rematch. So every decade having a rematch in the Super Bowl and then the same outcome. So yeah. I feel like I feel like, yeah, if we went ten years, ten years back, we should just have that. And so I believe it was the Steelers versus some some other team. What was it? Uh, Green Bay. And I think that Green Bay won that one. So I think Who? Just stop the count. Stop stop the count. Stop the count at uh, the end of 2010. Yep. All right, I respect. All right. Uh, to, well, can, do I, can I have to answer a question, or is it just you? Like, yeah, I was just going to say, all right, your turn. All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, obviously, Nikita, I think, like Josh said, the it's very hard to go 16-0, so I think the Steelers will probably lose a couple games, but they are undoubtedly playoff bound. Um, and I a couple weeks ago, I called them for being in the AFC Championship game for sure. So they definitely could go on to be Super Bowl champs. I still happen to think that Chiefs are the slightly better team, even if they did seem to struggle last week against Carolina. Um, but I do think the Steelers will have a deep playoff run this year. Moving on to the second question, Josh, I'll answer this one first. Best wide receiver right now in the league, and do they have a great quarterback? Um, um, throwing them the ball or do you think or are they a badass all on their own so the best wide receiver in the league that one's tough honestly a little bit i mean right now i think stefan diggs is actually like the statistical leader and i'm pretty sure buffalo has had a bye week so um it's not like he's getting that extra game boost that other players aren't benefiting from um deandre hopkins talent can't be questioned either but stefan diggs i'm gonna go with um the best wide receiver in the league right now and uh, Josh Allen's pretty good. He's not terrible, uh, but obviously Stephon Diggs is a badass all on his own. So it's kind of a mixture of both because Josh Allen isn't known for his deep ball accuracy. Um, so Stephon Diggs is certainly doing things with the catch once he gets it, and he's a good possession receiver. So he's uh, he's a badass in his own right as well. Josh, what do you think? Who's the best wide receiver in the league, and is it their quarterback making them, or are they making themselves? I am not biased at all with my answer mm-hmm. of antonio brown no i'm just kidding it's not antonio <laughs> brown um Devontae adams i mean yeah he, he's coming out he had a couple games off um for that hamstring injury but he has three games now over 150 yards nine catches even with those two games missed two and a half games missed he he could still break the reception record just because there is nobody else on that team that can catch the ball so yes rogers is a great quarterback he's I mean, he was supposedly on the decline a couple of years ago and um, must have found one of those like little boosts to get back up a little bit. Um, but when he's the only option in that passing game or deep threat option or just threat in general, you'd think that defenses would target him and double team him, triple team him. Um, I saw, I think that the most elite threat that I've seen is triple team Adams, eight in the box, because all the other wide receivers on Green Bay will drop it. And yet Adams would still end up with 150 yards, most likely. So yes, I'm a little biased. I do think Stefan Diggs is doing, he's killing it in Buffalo. Um, There are some other guys that, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Godwin's kind of been hit and miss this year, but um, I'm trying to think of other ones and I'm drawing a blank. Other ones, what? Sorry. Other wide receivers, Hopkins, Chark has been doing well when he's DK healthy. Metcalf's been having quite a year. Metcalf, Metcalf is definitely taking that next step. Um, Tyreek Hill's doing well, um, but I just think that a lot of those guys have weapons around them. Metcalf has Lockett, Hill has the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> that offense is pretty potent. Um, Buffalo, I mean, I would say Diggs doesn't have as many um, weapons as those two guys. So Diggs and Adams are probably top two right now. 
Yeah, so Diggs, wide receiver, Buffalo, Devontae Adams, wide receiver, Green Bay, DK Metcalf, wide receiver, Seattle, um, who else we mentioned? Tyreek Hill, wide receiver, Kansas City. So just Brian, I see you in the chat. Um, also, Brian pointed out in the chat that Big Ben went into the COVID list, so that goes back to Nikita's initial question, you know, revolving around the Steelers. Um, I, it sounds like Big Ben doesn't even have COVID himself, so, I mean, at least from the reports I heard, it could turn out uh, different next week or uh, and later in the week, but... Uh, so he could be off it within five days, just like the Matthew Stafford thing. He could be playing Sunday, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, and then, uh, by the way, Levi slash Carmel Bear wants to see a nip. Josh, I don't know if you'd be willing to flash uh, the flash the camera with a nip, but I think we'll get taken off YouTube if I show my nips because they'll probably mistake it for a female breasticle. But if you want to show a nip at some point, uh, you know, just just know the people want it. Just know that the people want it. Um, Sounds good. I will go ahead and get fly through a couple of YouTube comments real quick. Last week, Al commented, you never know what you're going to get out of Audio Al. And I meant the Dark Knight, not the Dark Knight Rises. God, I suck. So when we were in action movies, everyone was uh, dunking on Al for picking the Dark Knight Rises over Dark Knight. So Al just wants to make it clear he meant the Dark Knight, which is the second movie of the trilogy. Jack also hits this with, uh, at 29 minutes, let's see DK versus Walter's 40-yard dash. Please have Walter start on the 39-yard line. Um, and then Jack also hits us with Josh. I'm surprised Dak didn't make anyone else's list. Literally put him as my number one. So it looks like he commented on a video from two weeks ago, but that's in reference to the Fave Five non-Homer quarterbacks. And so he's just like, Josh, pay attention to your own podcast, man. Is what he's getting at there. Are you going to pay attention, Josh? No. All right, so they'll just fly through those YouTube comments, nothing to analyze there, but we also have a voicemail this week, and I forgot to play this a couple times, so that's for Brian, You've got mail. that's for Nikita, and then You've got voicemail. that's for the Walters, here we go. Hey Josh, hey Gar, it's Walters, I got a discussion question here for you. NFC South battle, who is the better team? Is it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or is it the New Orleans Saints? Who is going to win that division? The New Orleans Saints have swept the Buccaneers twice already this year, and the last time it was in pretty convincing fashion. So I just wanted to get your takes on what your thoughts are with Saints versus Buccaneers. Who is the better team, and who do you think is going to run away with the NFC South? Thanks, guys. What do you think, Josh? Who's running away with that AFC South will rise again? Oh, NFC South? <laughs> yes. Um, Panthers. I'm just kidding. No, it'll be... Um, I think it'll be the Saints. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Saints. They've been winning without Michael Thomas, and getting him back is just another weapon. Alvin Kamara is really good at things. Um, so I like the run game more. Uh, Latavius Murray does well. He, they're, they're kind of a nice thunder and lightning combo. Um, so I do like their run game more. Um, and... It, uh, the Buccaneers' defense is solid, uh, but the Saints can be solid as well, as they showed against Tom Brady. Um, and so, I mean, with all those weapons on offense, you'd think that there'd be more than three points scored for the Bucs. But uh, so I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with the Saints just because I've been on that bandwagon for a few years now. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll stick with the Bucks. Obviously, the Bucks looked terrible on Sunday night, but no one talked about the uh, Pack. Or I mean, people did talk about it at the time, but then they easily forgot about the Packers getting romped by the Bucks, and then the Packers getting romped by the Vikings. So you know, teams have bad games. Uh, I still like the Bucks myself personally. I just think they have more talent overall, if it's possible. Obviously, two both very talented teams, but I think the Bucks will eventually pull it together. So that's how I feel um, about 
the NFC South. And I don't think there was a second question, was there? It was just who's going to sweep it, who's going to take it? Yep. All right, beautiful. Let's keep flying then like we committed to, Josh. That is the conclusion of the Fantasy Zone, and we are hopping into the two-minute drill, Josh. And uh, as usual, it sounds like you're super prepared for this this week. Let's just say that the drill itself will be longer than the preparation I put into it. All right, sweet. All right, so I'll go first here. Remember, it's whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. Whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. And whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. Whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. A lot of pressure. And here we go. All right, Josh, as it alluded to, I will go first this week, so just make sure you are ready to go second. Was that not this All right. Let's make no mistake. Oh, I'm going to turn that down. That's a little loud. Sorry, folks. I know the music is good, though. I could just play this for 60 seconds, and that'd be good enough. But anyways, let's make no mistake about it. The Vikings are what you would consider fool's gold. Um, the middle of the Viking schedule this year was always pretty soft looking. So even if we go on a run here... This team is not winning the Super Bowl. Even if we squeak into the potential 18 playoffs that's been floated around, this team's going nowhere, and it's a waste of our time to even do that. So, Vikings are fool's gold. Let's not uh, let's not believe or let's not read too much into it. Gary Gilbert for MVP. I know we've been talking about the Steelers a lot, but that Cowboys team led by a practice squad quarterback almost took him down. So let's uh, let's all appreciate Gary Gilbert for what he is. Also, the Chargers are like 1-7, 2-6, something like that. I promise the Chargers are a good football team. Okay? I promise. Another loss for the Bears, making it that much more fun to be in the NFC North. They're falling back to where they should be at five and four uh, after getting beat by the Titans. Where's my music? It's playing right now. Oh, there it is. Um, Green Bay dominated the super healthy 100% on fire 49ers on Thursday night. So extending their lead uh, at six and two, four and one away. Um, as somebody who's been watching the Packers for some time, having four wins in their away games at this point in the season, not going to lie, that's four more than expected five years ago. Um, they were bad. As for Vikings being fool's gold, I already told you they're going like six and ten, eight and eight. They're going to get you a middle of the road draft pick and they're going to take Christian Ponder 2.0 or they're going to draft seven cornerbacks. That's the only way the Vikings work. Go tuck yourself in, Josh. All right, here you go. Week 10. Oh, take that sip. Take that sip. Hurry, hurry, hurry. The file's loading. It's whistled. Go. <sighs> week 10 by week. Well, not really. But week 10, my computer's waiting to load. We got the Colts versus the Titans. Blue on blue, five on three, six on two, coming in on Thursday. Gardner Minshew comes to town to take on the Packers. Rogers, Gardner Minshew was benched, bro. No, he has a broken finger. He'll he'll be back. Green Bay is 13 and a half point favorites. How do you think they're gonna mess this one up, Gar? Go ahead and answer in your two minutes. Anyways, uh, no other games being played this week. After Green Bay, there's really nothing important. 
Um, until you get to Monday night with Vikings in Chicago. I remember somebody named Jordan Howard coming off the bench and just steamrolling Minnesota a few years back. Um, Minnesota's going into this game favored, though. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I hate the two-minute drill. I don't know how you're so bad at such a simple segment. See, Josh, your problem with the two-minute drill is you do try and do too much. Stick to like two or three things. It's that easy. I don't. You're such a creative guy. I don't understand how you can't just take 60 seconds and paint a beautiful picture for us all. But you know what, Josh? It's okay. We can't all be good at everything. To my two-minute drill, look for Indy to bounce back this week against the Titans. I know the Titans appear to be the better team, but as I've been saying for a while, the Titans are also uh, inflated by their record. I don't think they're that great of an all-around team, similar to the Vikings. So watch for the Colts to bounce back this week. Shout out, Carmel Bear. To the Dolphins. Obviously, Tua was the right choice. Let's watch those Dolphins fly. They just slaughtered the Arizona Cardinals. Tua Tungavailoa, quarterback. Miami Dolphins, watch for them to succeed and succeed a lot this year. Monday Night in Soldier Field, somebody called my mama. I don't want to watch it. It's going to be a train wreck for the Vikings on Monday night. And that was the two minutes real, Josh. It's time for Fantasy Fun Time. Are you ready, bud? Yeah. You gonna? You got anything for us? Um... <laughs> No, do you? I mean, no, it's kind of your bit to just like do a, some sort of interesting intro. Fan, 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 to see. Fun time. That wasn't that bad. All right, Josh, hit us with your grain of salt so people know how much or how little they should listen to us when we're giving them fantasy advice. Well,. Falling back to the mean gar. Three and three this week. What? Sell the team, dude. What are you doing? (sighs) Yep. Brian beat me in redraft. Al had Kyler Murray put up a 40 burger on me and and, uh, deflate these balls. Um, And then Victoria's Secret League. I, I... I mean, I, yeah, my team was just underperforming. DeAndre Hopkins didn't do anything for me. Mark Andrews didn't do anything for me. Um, And so really it was just the James Robinson and Patrick Mahomes show. And they're not going to take, they're not going to score the 89, 90 points I needed to win. Um, I did the stay alive in the guillotine league. A little bit of a fun fact for you. And Walter is guaranteed he wouldn't get chopped this week after um, having Chris Godwin and, uh, I forget the guy's name. He had Chris Godwin and or no, he was, he had Michael Thomas going against Chris Godwin and Jamichael Perrine or whatever. And he lost. Um, so, and he lost by 0.8 points. So sorry, Walters. Um, but I, I look forward to adding some ear players. Um, yeah. How's your grain of salt? Well, I continue to be absolutely terrible slash average this year. I went two and three on the week, 23 and 22 raw overall in the five leagues I'm trying in this year. In the intellectual property of Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated Statistics Modeling 
projection unit model. Um, I am 247 and 266 on the year, so trending more towards the negative. I only have one league that's looking good at all. I'm absolutely dead in the Hidden Oaks Redraft League. I've got no shot there, so right now I'm just trying to play defense, trying to make sure I don't get that dumpster fire medallion. Um, a couple other leagues I'm 5-4 and four in, but those leagues I'm still not feeling good about. And then the league I'm supposedly best in, if I were playing every team every week, I am 4-5, and five and uh, I'm barely a playoff team as it stands right now. So that's a terrible year for Gart. No excuses. I'm just bad. Bad at life, bad at fantasy, bad at everything. I hate myself. All right. So listen to Josh, not to me. You get the bit. Moving on to the fan duel best values. Last week, if you're playing in the podcast play along challenge, if you had Dalvin Cook in your lineup, um, he put up the most points on the week in the contest at 38.2. Josh just mentioned Kyler Murray a second ago. A second ago, he is a quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, and he put up 37.92. Joshua Allen, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, put up 36 points. Christian McCaffrey, running back Carolina, put up 32.1 points, and then Patrick. Mahomes put up 30.88 as a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. So a lot of quarterbacks this week, and then the two arguably best running backs rounding out the top five in fantasy points. Should we switch over to the values? Yes, we should. Brashard Paramin was the best value out of the entire uh, contest. He was a 4.9 times value on his 24.6 points. Uh, Jacob, it's either Jacob or Jacoby, I'm not sure. Uh, Brashard Perryman, by the way, wide receiver for the New York Jets. Jacoby or Jacob Myers, he's a wide receiver for New England, and he was a 4.6 value with his 22.9 points. Kyler Murray, already talked about him. He was a 4.4 times value. Joshua Allen, also a 4.4 times value. And then this one, no one would have expected. The New Orleans Saints, with their 16 fantasy points, was a 4.2 times value. And uh, I feel confident saying absolutely no one had the New Orleans Saints in their lineup. Uh, Also notable, Drew Locke put up a lot of points and was a good value um, last week. So, Josh. Uh, if we go ahead and move over to the leaderboard, I believe your beautiful wife, Nikita, is still in first place. And let me confirm that while my phone loads. Yes, Nikita is the real first place with um, 1,173.44 points. And she is actually paced... Uh, past the cheater Jacob Milcheski, who is now in third on the actual leaderboard, but he cheated, so his is like minus 80 or 100 or whatever it is. In second place is Vinegar Strokes 47, a.k.a. Aaron Home Depot. Um, he has 1,136 points. And then um, Mr. Jalters, he uh, wants me to note that he is in third place with 1,100 points. Um, so 1,111 for what it's worth. So 1111 out of Mr. Jalters there in third. Josh, how do you Wouldn't feel about fourth? What's that? Oh, never mind. Never, never mind. Yeah, he, he's Milchewski's a cheater. Yeah, he's the real third. Both Brian and Milchewski are cheaters, and so they're mo- they're both minus basically a hundred. Is how you just do the rough math. I, the individual numbers are written down in the in the chat. But yep, Jalters is third. So Josh, how you feeling? Do you think there's any chance at this point that you could strike into that top five? Obviously, we go all seventeen weeks, but any chance I mean, you can get up there? Yeah, there's there's always a chance. Well, you, you asked me the same thing about Jack losing his lead, and where is he at right now? He's yeah, he seven, he fell down into like fifth fifthish. Yeah, he, it's eight here. So if you get rid of the cheaters, um, he'd be sixth. Yeah, so I, anything's possible. Um, just got to hit on some big players. 
Um, I'm, I'm imagining Brashad Perriman wasn't that expensive. Uh, Kyler Murray wasn't the most expensive. So you just got to hit on somebody. Um, and so when you look at the leaderboard here, a hundred points separates me and my wife. So if I just steal her phone for a week, she won't be able to set a lineup. So, yeah. Also, I have to note on the leaderboard that I did pass up Flower Dick himself. I am now in 15th, and Carmel Bear is in 16th. Suck it, Carmel Bear. You suck. Um, Josh, in the FanDuel podcast, play along challenge, who do you like, or who did you like last week, and how did they do? Well, I had Stafford at Minnesota. Turned out to be a big wolf. Uh, he wolf. put up ten points. Um, so, like I said, Minnesota. Minnesota's on his way to six and ten. Hey, we're a seven to nine, eight and eight team. Okay, pal, give us some credit. Okay, sorry, uh, Justin Jackson, who got hurt on the first play of the game, I believe, um, first offensive drive, he got zero, and then Allen Robinson with eleven point six at Tennessee. So last week I wasn't necessarily picking the best. Uh, thankfully, I didn't have any of those players in my lineup, and I did it to fool everybody. Oh, Josh, so you got to go with the bit. See, last week I had all three of these guys in my lineup. I had Derek Carr at the Chargers. He only put up 14, so definitely could have done better at quarterback, but Carr wasn't that expensive, I don't think. Dalvin Cook told you about him had to pick him i'd probably gonna put him in my lineup every week uh he was going against detroit and he had 38.2 points and then antonio brown wide receiver tampa bay versus new orleans he only put up 4.6 so it's kind of disappointing but all around the bucks stunk so i think antonio brown will bounce back Going into week 10, Josh, I really like Tua Tungavailoa, quarterback of Miami this week. Like I said, Tua was the real deal. The idiots like Walters out there calling to free the beard. They made the right call. Fitzpatrick, we all love him, but he was going to fail beautifully at one point. So might as well get Tua in there and start dominating like they are. Dolphins rushing themselves to the playoffs as we speak. I like him this week. I also like Nick Chubb coming back off injury against a very leaky Houston front seven. Nick Chubb running back Cleveland. Uh, And then Jerry Judy likes to get fed a lot by Drew Locke. Jerry Judy is a wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. They're playing Oakland. Not the greatest um, not the greatest defense in the world. Herbie was able to do plenty against them last week. So I like Jerry Judy this week at Oakland. Josh, who do you like this week in the FanDuel podcast play along challenge? Yeah, so for quarterback, um, I currently like, oh God, where was it? Wow. I had, I had my list up and then it just went away. Um, cool. Um, I currently like, um, I will take Derek Henry, not Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill. I was reading the screen here. That is Derek Henry. Uh, I feel like that game is going to be a shootout. Ryan Tannehill. He, he has some big body guys. Um, Colts defense is solid, but you know, if it's going to be a shootout because they put up points, odds are he's going to put up points too. Who does Ryan Tannehill play for? And what does he do? Uh, he's a he's a ball thrower, and he plays for the Tennessee Covids. Um, as far as running backs, I'm going to go with um, I'm going to start the trend of picking every running back that plays against Green Bay. Um, and so James Robinson, probably not the most expensive running back, going up against a 33rd ranked defense in Green Bay, run defense in Green Bay. Um, he James Robinson can catch passes, he can run um, between the tackles, so he is he's actually um, a really solid option, I feel. Um, he's got five touchdowns on the year. So I, I'd, I'd put him in my lineup, even if they are going to be just down. Um, as far as wide receivers go, 
scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, Washington wide receiver. Um, he had a big week last week. Um, I, I feel like he's going to continue, especially against that uh, Lions defense. Sick, dude. All right. So that was our fantasy fun time, Josh. Let's hop into the Hidden Oaks highlights. And uh, we are making a good pace this week, so let's keep her going. Let's keep this brief. Josh, um, what was the side bet last week? Hero to zero, the biggest negative team point differential from last week. We had a few teams come in around 10 or higher, but the winner goes to We Demboids, who's had 98.72 drop down to an 82.2 for a negative 16 and a half point swing congrats hammer you I, take that side bet I, I was surprised it was a winner like this as i was doing the calculations this week because obviously we've got plenty of teams that are putting up like the 120s to 150 ranges and obviously none of those teams fell off really so surprising to me that hammer going from a 98 to an 82 was the winner of this side bet for the neg- biggest negative differential i just i just thought it'd be someone who did really good and then did really bad but i guess the teams that are up top are Better consistent so <laughs> did you want to win another five bucks josh i mean how many more five bucks do you neat i mean i thought i was gonna get it because last week in the redraft league i had a top three score and and so and then i had to put in tyler freaking irving at running back <laughs> because i had nobody else on my bench because cream hunt was on a buy and then none of my team did much so i was like oh yeah i could have the side bet but no sucky had to suck worse than me sucky had to suck that's the reigning champ to you pal so maybe show a little respect for the current champion no All right, Josh, the side back next week is like a boss, and that goes to the greatest margin of victory. So that's one, someone who puts up like 150 to 170 every week. If you're playing me, you've got a great chance to do that. I don't know if you're playing me or not, but are you playing me? Is that real? Yep. I honestly didn't even know that. Okay, well, Josh, that's another five bucks for you and your pyramid scheme to take all these side bets while I win not a single one of them ever. Uh, we will be brief here, but I just want to say it's officially ripped for Gar. I'm currently tied for last in the league. Me and T are chilling at the bottom. Me and the dumpster fire. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Josh, uh, I feel like since Brian's such a loyal fan, you have to talk about a little bit more. You have to not necessarily break down the matchup, but just at least break down your emotions watching Brian just absolutely piss pound you. Hey, I tried to make a comeback. It wasn't the worst differential in the world. Um, and so, yeah, he, he definitely beat me, but his, his win came off of three players and three players only. That was Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, and Scary Terry. They put up 90 of his 140 points just between the three of them. So that was fun. I didn't drink any bleach, but I thought about it, if that's what you're hoping to hear. Um, oh, that was so quiet. Damn it. All right, Josh, just say that again. Say the last line again. I didn't drink any bleach, but I thought about it. Had to, had to. Okay. I mean, I I scored decent amount. He just scored more. Um, Like I said, Josh Allen, 36, Delvin cook, 39, scary Terry, 25. Uh, He even had Corey Davis put up zero and he still beat me by 13. Um, I didn't have much of an outing from anyone other than Devonte Adams. Um, and then Justin Herbert put up 22. Um, Oh, nope. I'm looking at the projections. I'm dumb. 
Tyreek Hill and Devonta Adams both put up 33 and those are my two big performers. Justin Herbert put up 23. So the rest of my team just took a break, I guess. I had Russell Gage in because Calvin Ridley was out and Tyler Irvin. I quit. So Josh, I know I had kind of like preempted you by saying, you know, maybe don't break down the matchup, just run down your emotions. Then you went, you know, forward and kind of broke down the matchup and on the players, which Brian specifically hates. So we're going to get that in the email next week. So maybe, I don't know, listen or pay attention or something. If you feel like it, I don't know if you can, you can find the time, but. His tight ends. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But so, yeah, yeah. but otherwise he, so I got a text last week. (laughs) from a number that I didn't have saved my phone that said we're playing for first. And I honestly, I, I just kind of looked at it and went, must be a wrong number. I'm not <laughs> playing anything. And then I get a text. Um, and then I get a text. I believe it was today or yesterday that said, you got crushed. And so I could only assume that it was Brian. <laughs> it would be fair assumption that that was um, Brian. And and sure, we may have been playing for first, but let's just put it into perspective. You beat me, and I'm still first. Yeah, Points I'm not four, baby. Yeah, Brian. Uh, he, obviously, he beat you, but you guys are your guys's record is tied, and Josh has you by almost 200 points for, which is the standings tiebreaker. So you're tied for first in the rankings, but Josh has you by a wide a wide margin in the points scored. So you're gonna have to have a better record if you want that first round by at the end of the regular season. All right, Josh, let's keep her flying like we promised to. It is time for the Fave Five, and what was the Fave Five this week, Josh? heart throbbed hotties Ooh. male actors and uh and why should people be contributing fave five specifically through voicemail uh because then they can earn a entry into our end of the season raffle and what do you win if you if you win the raffle um five thousand dollars cents five thousand cents that is correct It'd be 5,000 pennies. Do you think anyone would accept payment in 5,000 pennies? Uh, no, but 4,995 pennies and a nickel, I'm in. <laughs> if it, Well, Josh, you're not eligible for the raffle, unfortunately. So, Are you kidding me? I I talk more than anybody else <laughs> on these voicemails. That's, that is 100% confirmed. Um, but Josh, I feel like I should get a raffle entry every minute. But but speaking of people and winning fifty dollars and raffle entries, I went out of my way to text your wife that um, that she should leave a voicemail this week and she could get entered into the raffle. Your wife, there's no way your wife is not aware of the raffle, but she left us her fave five hottest actors still via email. Is that your wife saying she doesn't want in the raffle? Is that your wife refusing to have her voice on the podcast? Can you break that down for me? I believe it's a combination of her refusing to have her voice on the podcast and her uh, thinking, oh, $50, I could just ask Josh for that. <laughs> oh. uh, and would you, if, she, if your wife asked you for $50, would you, would you give it to her? I'd put it on the top shelf somewhere. <laughs> That's brutal. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, she she just doesn't want to give away her secrets. I mean, she's number one in the fan duel. She's coming off of a she has a decent streak or a decent set of games in the Hidden Oaks Redraft League. She's in the playoffs at this point. After you had asked if she was even going to get close, 
couple weeks ago. She I did, turned I did. it around. She has. Um, so there's there's that. She just doesn't want to give away her secrets. Even if it is just her fave five, she does not want anybody to hear her thoughts. Gotcha. That makes sense to me. Um, so, Josh, getting right into it, do you happen to have your wife's fave five up? Because I think it's fair that you do do your wife in this scenario. Talking I, about all I the guys do. that are hot, hotter than you, probably. Way hotter than me. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want? How do you want to do it? Just five. Yeah. Just, all the way through? Yeah. Just go. Just read her list, bottom to top. All right. So, lastly, top five. Just kidding, Gar. Fave five. Coming in at honorable mention number six, Chris Hemsworth. Who could not fall in love with Thor? Number five, Zach Efron. I've never been a fan of High School Musical, but he has definitely came a long way since then. Also, we just got to witness how hot he can be by growing up alongside him. Number four, Jesse Williams. He's on the best TV show out there, and who could not love his eyes? And yes, I am talking about Grey's Anatomy. Number three, Hugh Jackman. This is where I start to feel a little inferior because all she says is, yes, please. Uh oh. <laughs> Josh, you just need an Australian accent. Number two, Ryan Reynolds. Let's be real. This guy is probably on everyone's list with his amazing charm and wittiness. Also, he's married to Blake freaking Lively. Hashtag goals. So I believe her goal is to marry Blake Lively. That's my goal. I tell you that, pal. (laughs) Number one, Channing Tatum. Shouldn't be a shock to anyone. Ever since Step Up with his amazing dance moves, he became my number one and has been ever since. Oh, God, dude. Can we just... I know... I, 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 never mind. I can't go back, but Blake Lively can get it. Josh, do you, do you find any similarities with yourself in that list? Obviously, you know, if you're any sort of secure couple, um, you know, you're, you're very... It's very fair for you guys to have celebrity crushes because obviously the celebrities are basically different people, different races, different whatever. But do you see any similarities between you and uh, the guys your wife is crushing on? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like... I'm not going to tell you because maybe they're in my top five. I was just asking, like, what, what are the traits that are similar between you? Or would that give would that still spoil your fave five? Oh, I, I don't pay attention to traits. <laughs> Purely physical. I, the, yeah, the, uh, would these not be physical traits? I mean, all right, never they mind. They have a face. Josh and all these guys have in common what? Their faces. All right, Josh, let's go ahead and hear what Walter's fave five hot actor dudes was. Hey, Gar. Hey, Josh. It's your boy, Walters, here. We're doing the fave five list, the hottest actor dudes. All right, starting at number five, we have Gerard Butler. Number four, we have Jake Gyllenhaal. Number three, we have Chris Hemsworth. Number two, we've got Ryan Gosling. And number one, we have Ryan Reynolds. All right, thanks, boys. Great pod. Bye. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Walters continues his trend of loving guys named Ryan. Shocker. But a couple other good names in there. Josh, anyone pop out uh, Pop out of that list to you that you were surprised to see on a Walters list? Uh, Gerard Butler might be the only one that shocked me. Um, fun fact here, Gerard Butler, honorable mention for myself. Oh, okay. A little, little teaser, a little spoiler there. Uh, uh, for me, I expected five guys named Ryan, so I was surprised to see Walters only have 
two guys named Ryan. It was his, I, I was, yeah, it was his top two, but shout out to Walters. Uh, we also have a late entry here from one Mr. Jeremy Pribber now. He says, Christine's fave five hot actors. Number five, Josh Hartnett. I have no idea who that is. Number four, Vince Vaughn, circa 2006. So shout out to Vince Vaughn. Number three, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, most recently known as Mysterio, but in a lot of great movies. Number two, Luke Wilson. Um, I'm not sure who that is. And then number one, Santa number two from Bad Mom's Christmas movie. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Any chance you know what that is, Josh? Nope, looking it up. Uh, you're looking up, <laughs> you're looking up uh, Santa number two from Bad Mom's Christmas movie? Is, are you sure that's not going to be some sort of like a porno? Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be disappointed because I don't think anyone would do this. If Brad contributed, maybe he would have done it. But because we just said actors, we didn't say like cinema actor. Like, is anyone gonna have Johnny Sins on their list, Josh? A guy like that, a Mandingo, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Did Carmel submit a list? Carmel did submit a list. Well, there we go. What did your research research telling you about Santa Number Two there, Josh? Um, I, I thought I found a name and then I forgot it. Um, you can play the next message and I'll look it up. All right. So we will come back to that number That's two. That's a by, minor. That's not him. By the way, Jeremy, just so you know, if you're listening, obviously we keep talking about the raffle. If you would have got this in as a last minute voicemail, you would have got a raffle entry for the week. And maybe you're leaving your fave five hottest actors as a voicemail entry. But, um, you know, if you miss out on your raffle entries, then you got less chances to win that 50 bucks. But who do I have listed next here? It was Walters and then... Um, uh brian brian left his first ever voicemail obviously all of us here are familiar with brian's voice but let's see what brian had to say hey guys this is brian with my fave five list for this week number five i'm going with tom Selleck, an old guy at this point in his career but he's so dang cute and he really likes to make fun of himself so i like him Number four, James Marsden. I know him best from his days playing Teddy in Westworld. Just a good-looking dude. Number three, I'm going with Will Smith. Will Smith is somebody who, when I look at him, I can't help but smile. I think his is a combination of good looks, good personality. So Will Smith is number three. Number two is Henry Cavill who I know best from The Tudor Show, and you youngsters know him from some of your action movies. And my number one is Pitt Harrington. Enough said. Enough said, Josh. So off the top of my head, as per usual, I have no idea who most of those people are. Uh, but, oh, sorry. Kit Harrington specifically, I have no idea. Could you break down who Kit Harrington is? Uh, that's Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. I'm familiar yeah. with the face, at least, so that's something. Yeah, no, he's... He's a handsome dude, and, and Henry Cavill. It makes he's he makes my uh, honorable mentions as well. He was he was definitely in the mix for top five. Um, he's in The Witcher. He's Superman in some of the Superman movies. Um, but yeah, he's a handsome dude. Uh, was there anyone else on the Bry guys list that stood out to you? Maybe a little shock out of Brian. Tom Selleck got that mustache going. Dude, that mustache is legendary. I mean, should have been the top five, all one through five. The, the original mustache, right? Okay, I have found. Oh, this isn't going to be a 
good picture, is it? Oh, no. I found uh, what uh, what Christine Perbernow is referring to. It's not going to be a good picture, but I'm just his face here on the stream. So that's the guy. It's Again, it's just me paused a YouTube video, so the quality's low, but that's, uh, that's the man. A Bad Mom's Christmas is the movie he's from. Bad Santa number two, apparently. So just in case anyone's wondering what he looked like, big, big hunk show, big hunky man. So, all right. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Christine, for your contributions, but you uh, missed out on your chance for your raffle entry. Who did I have listed next here? I have Carmel listed next. Carmel, who were your fave five hottest actors? Hello, my fellow Democrats. Uh, Carmel Bear here coming at you with the top five hottest actors list. Uh, number five, my guy, John Paul Belmondo, uh, born in 1933. I'm sure you haven't heard of him, but his, some of his movies are Breathless, The Professional, uh, Borsellino. He's, when he was younger, he was clean cut. He had that fucking jawline. Uh, just, you know, everything you want in a guy. Uh, at number four, we got Errol Flynn. Born in 1959, probably another guy you guys haven't heard of. Uh, maybe caught him in The Adventures of Robin Hood, uh, Seahawk, Dodge City. Real classic, good-looking guy. At number three, we got my dude, Batterson, Robert Pattinson. Dreamy. At number two, we got Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, really, what can I say about him? He's super fucking handsome. And at number one, Oscar Isaac, the most handsome boy in Hollywood right now. All right, thank you. Uh, Carmel Bear continues to list people from before my dad was born, even. So that's maybe Brian could appreciate these people, but I certainly can't. Um, any in, anything out of that list for you, Josh? I knew one of them. <laughs> Who, who's the no, one knew, you knew? I knew I knew Oscar Isaac and Jake Gyllenhaal. Gotcha. Uh, Christine keeps updating me. Luke Wilson, Owen, Owen Wilson's brother, Josh Harnett from Minnesota, Wicker Park. And then she sent me a picture I feel very confident I cannot put on the stream. But let's just say it's still this bad Santa character with a giant bulge in very tight short shorts. So I'm definitely not putting that on the stream, Christine, but I appreciate you putting it in my phone so I can look at it later when I'm lonely. All right, next I have listed Andrew Hammer. Andrew, who are your hottest Fave Five actor dudes? What's up, guys? Here is uh, my top five favorite hottest actor dudes. Fave Five, respect it. Um, at number five, I got Gerard Butler. I mean, he is all that is man in 300. Um, at number four, it's uh, Gabriel Mock, I think is how you pronounce it. I don't know. He plays Harvey Specter in Suits, and I think he's just like the perfect dapper gentleman. Um, at number th three, I got Heath Ledger. I mean, the man had a smile that just could melt your heart. Rest in peace. Um, at number two, I got Travis Fimmel. Uh, I was a big fan of his work on, on the TV show Vikings. And uh, at number one, I got Charlie Hunnam. Sons of Anarchy, Green Street Hooligans. I just think he plays the perfect, like, empathetic badass. Thanks, guys. All right, Josh, as I always ask, if anything on that list stand out to you, pal? Travis Fimmel. Another honorable mention of mine. He's, he's a good-looking dude from Vikings. Vikings, so you... I believe he was a model. I believe he was a model before he got into acting. Oh, really? Okay. So that's that's cool. Good for him. And then, uh, what was the last guy's name? Charlie Finnell? That was his number one? Hunnam. Hunnam? Sorry. Yeah, he was in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Um, he was in, I believe it was the King Arthur movie that recently came out. Um maybe recently as in like the last two three years um and then 
so yeah, those, um, yeah. And he's, he's a good looking dude as well. Cool. And it looks like Al, audio Al sticking to the, uh, the comment he left. You never know what you're going to get. It looks like he just left a message. So we'll play this now. Cause I already knew who I wanted to play last. So let's go with audio Al's fave five hottest dudes. What's up, Josh Sevengar? Uh, completely forgot this week for the Fave Five, but I'll try to get in real quick here. We got Seth Rogen, five. Number four, Danny DeVito. Sexy, so sexy. Uh, number three, Rob Schneider. You ever see him in uh, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo? And number two, uh, let's go with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, it's a fan fave. And number one, you said you said uh, sexiest actors, so I'm going to go with uh, you might have seen him in Fun with My Dick and Jane or uh, Saving Ryan's Privates. Ron Jeremy, number one. Yeah, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Catch you later. Um, See, I told you someone would. Obviously, Al, paying attention to the stream, coming in late with the porn actor in there. You appreciate it. I did leave the loophole for actors in there. <coughs> Obviously, a bit of a satirical list. Maybe, I mean, maybe not depending on how you define beauty, but Danny DeVito, Seth Rogen, two guys definitely not uh, meeting the standard, uh, you know, definition of attractive, but certainly very attractive in their own right. I don't know if I'd call them the hottest, though. Um, Josh, <laughs> what do you think about that list? Um, he must have copied mine. All right, he must have. Um, no, good job, Al. Gave us a giggle. All right. So someone I really wanted to hear from this week, uh, Mrs. Jamie Hammer. Obviously, female voices are very important for this week. So let's see what Miss Jamie Hammer had to say. All right, Gar, you finally got me. This is Jamie Hammer coming at you with the five hottest actors. I'm going to throw it back, and I am going to do some classics, and then my number one. I think that my first one Number five is going to be Jason Moma. Love his Super Bowl commercial. Good guy. Seems like he's going to be a classic. My next up is Taylor Lautner. And I'm talking Twilight werewolf Taylor Lautner. That was one (laughs) handsome man. Next up, we got Channing Tatum making all those moves in Magic Mike. Really got me going, that's for sure. We're going to say Chris Pratt saving the world. Totally Guardians of the Galaxy style. And last up is Leonardo DiCaprio. But the guy way back in the day floating on the Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio, is a stud. Those are my five hottest actors. Shut up, baby. (laughs) Shout out to Dylan, a.k.a. Garlina, in the background there. Um, Channing Tatum, I felt confident would make Jamie's list. I was a little surprised by Taylor Lautner. I don't know why. Obviously, dude was super hunky in the Twilight era. Glad Jamie didn't go back and say Shark Boy Taylor Lautner, because then Jamie would be a confirmed pedophile on the podcast. But um, what do you think about Jamie's list there, Josh? Hey, it's a list. She's a girl. She made it. She has opinions. I mean, Chris Pratt, is that is that a surprise? The first time Chris Pratt's been, name has been mentioned tonight, is that surprising? Obviously, he's not. He, he's a beautiful man, but maybe, maybe not uh, classically hot, as you will. I mean, like you said, beauty's in the eye of the, the beeholder. Um, so she must have had a bee in her hand, and she's just like, Chris Pratt. Okay, and then so we have one final voicemail, and this one, I'm, I almost thought about having it be the walk-off for the show, but 
I, I just couldn't quite do it because it's our podcast and we're selfish. But Josh, here is a fave five submission from someone you know and you love, but it's a pleasant surprise, I think, for everyone out there. Oh. Yo, this is Hot Mama Donnie. Horny yeah. You guys, little games that you play. And I heard you needed hot guys. So I'm throwing mine down. And here we go. So I say Liam Hemsworth, because he's young and hot, just the way I like him. And Channing Tatum, he's also young and hot, but he can dance his way into my heart. Um, Ryan Reynolds, just because he's like the everyday guy and super cute. Patrick Swayze, mm-mm-mm, he can dance in my bed any day. And then there's Brad Pitt, just because he looks like he might be a little wild and crazy. So those are my five. Later. Oh, God. What what a treat to have Donnie on the podcast. Donnie also just earned herself a raffle entry that she probably didn't even want, but she got it. Um Liam Hemsworth, not surprising to me. Dude's super hunky. I, I'm a big Chris Hemsworth guy. I think I'd take Chris over Liam, but that's just me. Patrick Swayze, a classic from Donnie's era. The fucking king of the Swayze Express, Freedom 35. How we doing, boys? And then, um, you know, Channing Tatum. Hot, hot, hot and young and hot as she likes him, Josh. What do you feel about the old hot mama Donnie's list there? Love it. Love everything about it? absolutely no, no other comments no other comments we're keeping it short today remember that's true all right let's keep her flying then josh i don't think you and i will go too deep into our fave fives for the night but that is officially the cutoff no more voicemails the raffle entry for this week has ended preferably if we don't get them during the show but if you gotta you gotta all right josh do you want the walk-off shot this week or not how good sure. do you feel about... All right, you got the Faye 5, number one. I'll give you my number five then. I got Mr. Denzel Washington, a fine piece of chocolate. Obviously a handsome fellow. Something about that swag, that voice. Denzel Washington, a, a perfectly aged classic that can still get it. Josh, you're number five. Danny DeVito. <laughs> okay, here no, we I'm go. just kidding. Uh, number five. Tom Hardy, almost the same height as Danny DeVito. Apparently, he's pretty short, but guy can act and he can fight. So, hey. All right, my number four, George Clooney. Any hottest guys list cannot leave George Clooney out. Obviously, he's not like the beefy, bunky, or bunky, hunky fellow that a lot of these guys are, but George Clooney is a, again, aged like fine wine. Mm, George Clooney. I don't know. I don't need to explain this one. Simply an incredible looking gentleman. Josh? Um, George Clooney, honorable mention. So, um, but coming in at number four for me. Jensen Ackles. Some may know him from Supernatural. Um, that's really the only thing that I know him from, but he is apparently going to be on The Boys Season 3. Ooh, okay. Is he is he coming in as Soldier Boy? Or is he... Uh, I know that's like the biggest uh, name character, but... I'm not sure what he's coming in at. I just know that he has um, a sense of humor. Um, he seems like he'd be one of those chill dudes offset. And so I just, I, I mean, I, I picked, put him on my list. 
Hey, you know what? Sometimes that's how you got to do it. All right, my number three, not Jason Moa, like Jamie said or whatever, however she said it. It's Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. That body, plus the hair, the beard, and a great attitude slash personality about him. Born in Hawaii, raised in Iowa, is a combination of Pacific Islander, Native American, German, and Irish, and it somehow comes together and is woven so intricately and perfectly, I can't, I just can't. Jason Momoa, my number three. Number three for me, we've got Channing Tatum. Made the list on a lot of people's. Um, he's 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 definitely definitely a hottie. Um, step up, Magic Mike. Um, I mean, can't go wrong. But what really won me over was twenty one and twenty two Jump Street. Seeing him with comedic chops, working alongside uh, Jonah Hill, it was great movies. And the fact that he can get a laugh is a okay. Beautiful. My number two, you want to talk about beefcakes. This is the beefiest of beefcakes to ever beefcake. Dwayne Chris the, Farlow. Well, also, also him. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You want to talk about men with a body. Look no further. This man's body is a temple, and he is the example for people who are trying to be beefy. Who knew the combination of Canadian and Samoan could be so deadly? That smoldering look he does in the Jumanji films could literally kill a lesser man, Josh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, my number two. Coming in at number two for me, Stephen Amell. He is known as Arrow on the CW. Um, does his own stunts, which I think is extremely cool. Uh, he can be funny. Um Give him a follow on Twitter. He's kind. He he's pretty hilarious. He loves his sports. So there's that. <laughs> cool. You uh. <laughs> never mind. Uh, my number one in the Fave Five hottest actors. We're going with Mr. Antonio Banderas. Spain Spanish, not Mexican Spanish, you fucking peasants. I know he isn't Latino, but he is still a sexy, white, Hispanic man. And those genres of people have always been a weakness of mine. The Spanish language is so sexy to be legit. Obviously a great face and a great voice and accent that really revs my engine. Let's move on, Josh, before I get fully erect. Antonio Banderas, my number one. Coming in at number one on my list, a name we've heard many times already. I'm sure you'll be able to guess it, but it is Ryan Reynolds. <sighs> has that? He has that charm. He has that wit. Um, but most of all, his off-screen just antics with his wife, with Macaulay Culkin or whatever his name is. Um, both of those, uh, just the jokes that he has. Um, if you couldn't tell my top five, a lot of it has to do with humor. And, sure. and so that's humor can be hot traits. yeah so um but he's definitely in my top top three and so ryan reynolds a name we've heard many times already how Beautiful. about uh, any honorable mentions that you just you, you feel like you need to mention uh, it get you going 
Sure, yeah, I didn't have any honorable mentions this week. I mean, if I were to throw some out, I mean, like a Michael B. Jordan's a young up-and-comer, very attractive. Channing Tatum has to make just about every list. Um, I get this guy's name off the top of my head, so let me just go ahead and Google it while we're sitting here. He was also in Magic, one of the Magic Mike films. Joe um, Manganiello? Uh, I don't think that's his name. He was uh, he was the main character in um, one of my favorite TV shows of all time, White Collar, Matt Bomer. Um, he is a very attractive man. I believe he is of the homosexual uh, persuasion, which is fine, uh, but that just means it's going to be more hot dudes on hot dudes action. That's what tonight was all about. So Matt Bomer, definitely an honorable mention of mine. Do you got a Bomer just looking at him? <laughs> I kind of do. His, his eyes could pierce my soul. All right. Some honorable mentions from me. Hang on here. Got to get through them all. Um, <laughs> had three or four pages worth. Um, put some honorable mentions. I mean, Chris Hemsworth, one we heard. Um, Pedro Pascal, um, he plays the Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. You don't get to see his face in that, but you do in Game of Thrones, where he plays Oberyn Martell. Um, we've got uh, Taron Egerton up-and-comer i'm sure you know from kingsman um michael b jordan you mentioned denzel washington will smith all those guys there's a lot of handsome people in hollywood it's as if they pick the handsome people yeah the the beautiful people certainly get a lot of respect in hollywood and it makes sense honestly that's that's how it should be um because that's uh that's a little separation from reality versus the the real thing so josh let's move on to the outro then we're a little bit over an hour but we had a lot of fan interaction which we love we're driving that with the raffle do you have any final words for the folks this week josh um stock up on toilet paper the world's ending (laughs) you think so no um but it is snowing outside so stock up on toilet paper Right. Uh, I just also don't forget another way you can get a raffle entry is station identification. We had a beautiful one this week from Walters. I'm Ryan Walters, that other podcast host that you hate the most, and you're listening to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. So you get one entry a week through voicemails. You can get a bonus entry through a station identification voicemail through Anchor, just like you just listened to from our man Walters right there. There are currently a total of 19 entries in there. Um, Right now, Al and Walters are tied for the most with three. Actually, Carmel's also in there with three um, because they also got a legacy bonus entry for people, anyone who left us an entry before the uh, voicemail before the contest started. So make sure you're getting your voicemails in every week. Chance for you to win 50 bucks, a.k.a. free fantasy football next year for a lot of people um stay safe out there like josh mentioned hidden oaks overdose at gmail.com facebook.com slash hood pod is where you'll find all the updates every week you'll know what's going on anchor.fm slash hood pod super easy to leave us a voicemail just type that link into your url we have leaving a bunch of posts you just click it if you're lazy enough and uh, you can leave us a voicemail no need to download anything nothing like that super easy to leave us a voicemail so go ahead and do it you can leave us your voicemails right now for next week because i'm not going to forget it this week the fave five next week is rock song so again another generic one um, but if you like to rock out the fave five next week is rock song so make sure to get those fave fives in you can get them in literally right now as we speak and that's an easy raffle entry be a friend tell a friend tell people we're on youtube tell them to subscribe josh time for you to go eat some dinner time for me to enjoy my brand new xbox let's get out of here